Welcome to the blog and podcast from The Overflow. I'm author and host Tina Avila, and you can find the reader's version of the episode through the link in the show notes. Today, we are celebrating 50 posts, which also happens to be the title of the episode. 50, y'all. I can't even believe that's real. I'm pretty proud of this milestone, which is why we're going to go behind the scenes for a look on how we got here. This is likely old news to a lot of you, but my background is in education. So when I was pursuing a history teaching degree, I was sure I had found my life's calling. Minoring in religious education meant all my favorite things were mixed into one undergraduate degree, and I was set for life. I truly loved each of the high schools I taught, I taught at um, after my, earning my degree. Every school had its issues, every class had its drama, but I felt so content in my role and so fulfilled in my calling. And then the move. When we moved away from Montreal, I gave up a lot. My home, my family, my friends, as well as the seniority I was gaining with my school board. Still, I had no regrets. It's truly amazing how God fills you with his peace when you walk in his will. I acquired my Ontario teaching license and was ready for that new classroom at any moment. Well, it came as quite a surprise when I was without a teaching opportunity at all. Ontario's teaching market was even more competitive than Quebec's, so despite my modest seniority and the teaching experience I brought with me, I just couldn't get my foot in the door. Nothing. Not a bite. So I gave it up. That so-called calling was left to die. I quickly moved on as life got busy settling into our new church, raising kids, and a part-time job I've been doing from home ever since. Until two years ago, when I felt a longing for more. Sure, I missed having students and the structure of teaching, the exchange of ideas, the research and the study that went into preparing lessons, but then I realized it was more than that. I had a restlessness in my spirit about the trajectory of my life and how I was spending my time. I felt aimless and purposeless and empty. So when our pastor was putting together a study for his doctorate on discernment and the Holy Spirit, I took it as an opportunity to sort through some of this. I came out of the eight-week study with a clear understanding of the source of my unrest, but also a clearer picture of what I wanted for the next season of my life. I finally stopped ignoring my desire to continue my education, and although I've put a pin in that for now, one day this aging mom is going to go do some graduate work in biblical studies or theology or something equally amazing. I've accepted that the high school classroom just isn't for me. Rather, I'm eager for opportunities to teach from God's Word. It's where my greatest passion and interest lies. I already get to do that with some amazing women at our church in a small group setting. Perhaps one day I'll have opportunities to teach in a more formal capacity after acquiring some formal training. Until then, starting this blog was the best thing I could have done to satisfy that desire. I could not have predicted what the last two years were going to look like on a large scale. Although it's hard for me to believe I've maintained consistent content throughout, I also can't imagine what I would have done without this creative outlet in the midst of this pandemic. The blog's first year was an exercise in finding my voice. I explored all sorts of topics and some were admittedly complete rubbish. Leading into the second year of the blog, I felt the immense gravity of what I was doing and I was compelled to go deeper into faith topics exclusively. No doubt this has lost me readership, but I'm learning to be okay with that. Online as in life, I just don't feel I have much to offer if I'm not pointing to Jesus. I don't do this perfectly by any means, just ask my family, but sharing from God's word is still my favorite thing. 
Anything else feels like a waste of your time, and I'm not about doing that. I'm no, I'm no authority on any given topic, but I do recognize where God has gifted me, and this has been my most life-giving venture by far. So, where do blog ideas come from? Well, usually the Bible. Reading the scriptures is my favorite spark of inspiration for topics to explore further. God teaches me a lot through his word, and the teacher in me is continually compelled to pass along my findings. My prayer, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11:23, is that what I receive from the Lord, I would pass on to you. So that what I've been learning would show up in my writing. I'm also inspired by books, articles, podcasts, sermons, and songs. Message me for a list of current favorites if you're interested. So what does the writing process look like? I wish I had an ingenious formula to unveil here, but for the most part it's pretty simple and not glamorous at all. I start with a general thesis and come up with a working title to plug into my calendar. There's usually a few of these floating around in my drafts, which get bumped up in the queue as they get closer to completion. I do additional research through online articles or biblical commentaries I borrow from our pastor. As ideas formulate, I simply write and write and write. Sometimes just a little at a time, sometimes the entire post gets banged out in one sitting. What do I hope to accomplish with the blog? That's something I get asked a lot, and I'm often asked why I haven't monetized the blog. The reason is this. Right now, I write from the overflow of my heart. That's where I get uh, the title of the blog, Luke 6.45. I can't say what financial income would do to this process. I want nothing more than to bring God glory with this blog and podcast, so with no one to answer to and no expectation to profit from it, I'm free. Plain and simple. No one owns me, and I don't owe anyone a thing. God speaks to me so loudly through his word, like I've already said. He's provided this space where I get to teach, in an unconventional way, the things that bring me life like nothing else. Perhaps that'll change someday, but for now I'm content in this. That you are still here is a blessing not lost on me. I am so grateful and feel so lucky that despite three kids, two jobs, one Bible study, and all the other hats I wear as wife and homemaker, I get to do this. I get to talk about Jesus and tell you about how great he is and how much he loves you and what lengths he took to reconcile you to Almighty God. My screen was blurry as I typed that and <laughs> it's blurry again as I record this. But thank you for 50 posts. Thank you for being part of this journey. May God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you peace. That's from Numbers 6, 24 to 26. As always, What's in the Ears is a segment of the show where I share the song uh, that I was listening to while putting this together. There's a zillion songs to choose from, but this one uh, by Hillsong called Crowns really sums up my life pretty well and how I hope it'll end. The song was also really significant to me as it came out during our first autumn in Leamington six years ago. I have the fondest memories of that season and this song. The lyrics are linked in the show notes as well. So thanks again to your reader and listener. I'm curious if any of this was new to you. Drop any questions or comments below or send me a message. And thanks for tuning in for number 50.